thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Nailed it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, everybody. Steve Taylor, whatever happened to sin, this is the name of this song. Let's listen to it. A Christian counselor wrote, Who is the only human choice ahead? If you can't support it, why don't you afford it instead? You say you pray to the sky? Why, when you're afraid to take a stand down here? Okay, so that was Steve Taylor. Whatever happened to sin, people? Um, hey, it's Monday. I figured we would start out the week on a bang. <laughs> like, you know, talk about something controversial. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm not afraid to do, just so you know. Anyway, hey, everybody. I hope you are, I hope you are having a good afternoon or a good 
evening, wherever you are. If you're on the East Coast, maybe the West Coast, you're, it's kind of early afternoon. Wherever you're at, thank you for coming in. Hey, if you're on Periscope, tell me where you're at, man. That way I can know where you're all at. I can go, wow, people tuned in from that place. Uh, what we're going to do today, first, I have to say, Friday, okay? <laughs> Some of you newbies are going to go, what is she yapping about? Just so you know, Friday, I, I asked my audience if I what lipstick I should wear. So this is the one I chose to wear today. It's 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 Aussie Rose, just so you know. So there it is. I'm wearing it with no other color, you know. You can weigh in, tell me what you think. <laughs> you like it? I kind of think it's a little bright, just saying. You're from Ohio. Yeah, you are. Okay, anyway. But you know what? Hey, I'm not afraid to take risks and makeup changes. No, I'm not. <sighs> and of course, gotta say hello. Welcome to my husband, my handsome hunky man. Hi, hi, hi. Mm-hmm. Canada, hello. Nice to see you, you guys. And let me say hi to everybody that I can say hi to. So Mia, my superhero paramedic friend, is there. Nair is there. Natasha is there. John is there, a.k.a. Baldy. Diane <laughs> is Melanie, my number one super fan, you're there. And, of course, Rob is there. Freedom, Angie is there. Punished O'Driscoll is there, which is a weird name, I might add. <laughs> it looks like a sex bot is in our room. Young lad, I don't know if you're real or not. And then my friend Sandy, who has been a avid supporter of our show and a really, really great friend. Who actually, Sandy? You should have your own show. Just how you are, you would <laughs> you totally get an audience. <laughs> Sandy is over there on Facebook, and I don't know anybody else. If you're on YouTube, thank you. We have now, I think we have 230 subscribers on YouTube, which is nice, uh, and all that. Cozy O'Driscoll. Is what's your first name? Cozy? Is that it? Is it really cozy? Did your mom and dad, like, have fun with that? Hey, you know, we'll just name the guy Cozy. We got Cozy and we had Cozy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, I don't know about you guys, but me and Bareface, we had a, a nice, relaxing weekend. We've had a lot of stress the last couple of weeks, as you guys know, and we actually took care of our marriage and stuff. And you want to share, Bareface? I'm sorry. Did you just say hi to Sean over on YouTube? Mm, no. I don't know if he's on any other. Sean who? Sean, uh... I said hi to whoever was on was YouTube. You? All right, well... I can't right. see. Yeah, that's your real name. Okay. <laughs> okay. You see how he didn't even listen to the question? I listened to the question. Did he ignored it completely. <laughs> Whatever. All right, well, we're going to... I gonna... just thought... I just thought while you were kind of continuing that, mm. I would adjust the alignment of... Where uh, I'm at? Yeah. Oh. There a little bit more because it seemed moving. to move since last time. Yeah. It's my hair. It's so big. Now, believe it or not, this hair, this is what my hair looks like when I just let it air dry. I did not even use a blow dryer on this today, people. I know. You're jealous, aren't you? Some of you are. Some of you don't even have hair, and I know you're envious, but it's okay. Bye Bygones. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the news, okay? Look. You know, one of the things, if you're well, new... Well, hold on. Was I supposed to answer the question or what? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I thought you were going to not answer it. I, I thought you were going to continue with... Go ahead. All right. Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, yeah, so the question... <laughs> well, you didn't really ask a question. Oh, there's John. I guess you did ask a question because you asked me if I wanted to talk about it. Sure, we took a, a Saturday to ourselves and, and enjoyed it. I didn't play pickleball, people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, <laughs> that's significant. That's noteworthy. Yeah, it is. And I also... Yeah, and we got... Well, do you want to say anything else we did? Well, we went to... Um, Kind of did a late lunch. We also got uh, sat in uh, massage chairs, little, uh, mechanical massage that was that was nice, and way cheaper than a person. Yeah, <laughs> way cheaper. But we needed it because my pinched nerve and all that, and and him and you know just stress. I want to give you guys a tip, okay? Hey, Sean. There's Sean and John over there. Okay. So I want to give you guys a tip. This is just a stress tip, okay? In case, as a therapist, okay? This is the therapist and me talking, which is that little percent. If you ever need a stress reliever, this is what I recommend. Not very valuable for those listening to okay. the podcast. So this is what I recommend, in case you didn't see this, okay? So what I recommend is you blow up a balloon like this. Now, this is a happy birthday balloon, okay? See? It's a happy birthday one. And I know it's somebody's birthday today, so happy birthday to whoever. But this has been proven to reduce stress, okay? Just so you know. <laughs> True story. Blowing an actual balloon up, okay? It's completely proven to release stress because when you let it go, you can't not laugh. <laughs> okay. Also, Good thing I'm not a smoker. <laughs> now this is for the boys, okay? The the pink one was for a girl, in case you're a girl, you know. <laughs> the, the blue one is for boys. Yes, we're gender specific. Sorry. Anyway, and then here's the other thing. You tie it up, you know, you tie it up. Like this this is really high. It's gonna hurt my finger. It is, right? Boom. You tie it up, though. And then, if you so desire to relieve stress, you poke it with a pen and hope it pops. <laughs> See? And then you just feel, you feel so much better. <laughs> okay. Startled Grover and... Did I... <laughs> Tug looks like he's still storing away. He's like, so he's like, whatever, an explosion could happen. Ah. <laughs> ah. That was for free. <clears throat> actually, in all seriousness, I actually had um, a marriage counselor actually advise me that when I was mad to blow balloons up and then, you know, hit it with a pin so you feel better. 
All right, anyway, okay, so now that that silliness is out of the way, you know, I know I did, I killed it. Yeah, I did. I nailed it. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the news. All right, so I haven't actually, um, uh, I haven't actually discussed this on our show because lately there's just been so much news. And so um, what I want to do is I want to just give a quick background to anybody new who, who might be listening to the show. Because in order to understand where I'm coming from, you need to know a little bit about me, okay? So first of all, my background is as a marriage family therapist. I did not get licensed in the state of California when I lived there on purpose because the state basically said, you know what, if you get licensed, you have to approve of this and you cannot help a struggling homosexual who wants help, okay? I can't violate my biblical worldview and my conscience by bowing to the state of California and saying, you know what? Oh, okay, sure. You know, even though I know the God of heaven and earth can change anybody who desires change, um, if somebody comes to me for help and they want change, but you're telling me I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to violate the law. So I chose not to get under the law in that regard. Okay. So God called me out of this. Um, I was invited by the Traditional Values Coalition way back, almost 17, 18 years ago, to go into a GLSEN conference, which is the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network. Randall and I actually went to that conference. We spent three days with that conference with the homosexual activists, transgender activists, the, all the people there at that conference we watched from the inside exactly how they actually manipulate the media and all this other stuff and then after i got my uh masters in psychology and i was actually practicing as an intern i wasn't licensed in the state but i was still licensed as an intern um i was invited to a sescal conference which is a counseling conference where they were actually telling us how to indoctrinate and to make our our counseling offices in our school pro-gay and all that. So again, I got to sit in there. I actually met Chastity Bono, pretending to be Chaz. And I'm sorry if that offends you, but she is a girl, regardless if she's taking hormones or not. She's still a girl. But I actually met her, and she spoke at this thing. I met Stuart Milk, who is the nephew of Harvey Milk, the slain guy, and all this. Anyway, and so I've been around the homosexual activists, like in person, shaking their hands, been in their workshops directly. I know what I'm talking about. I did an eight-part series on YouTube. We did it here on the show. It's called The Marketing of Homosexuality to America, based on the book written by two homosexual activists, Kirk and Madsen, about how to market homosexuality to America. And for the last 15 years, I've done this show, this podcast, live streaming show, and I've actually educated and I have tracked things that happen in the gay community in particular. And in particular, one of the things that I track is hate crimes that are committed that that are committed against the LGBT community. And what's interesting is that there is a huge trend in hate crimes that the homosexual activists themselves actually commit against themselves. But what happens is the mainstream media, because they are LGBT friendly um, and they promote that agenda, they actually don't tell you this, right? And in the in the in the sh the short little you know little instance where they might, it's a blip, okay? And what I will tell you is what they do is they lift up and they make gay gay heroes or whatever you want to call them read Matthew Shepard, who, you know, we, we all know he was beaten up and murdered because he was gay, right? That's the line they gave. 
but it's BS. It's not true. It's an absolute falsehood. It's a lie. Lie, lie, lie. And it's actually been documented as a lie by the liberal media who had to cover it up, right? And a guy who actually was a homosexual decided to write a book uncovering all the stuff at the trials about Matthew Shepard. But does that get on the front page of, you know, anything? No, it doesn't. So when this Jesse or Jesse Smollett thing came into being and I read about it at first, I read it and I was like, hmm. I wonder if this is another fake hate crime that the gay community has committed against itself. You know, and I do say the community because this guy's an activist. And that's how I, that's how, if you're going to be a homosexual or LGBT activist, I'm going to call you an activist. You represent your whole community. And I can say that because as a Christian, if I do something wrong or bad, all Christians all everywhere in the whole world are maligned because of me and my behavior. So why shouldn't it be equal if the LGBT activists, you know, it should represent the whole community, right? All or nothing. That's what we're about here. <laughs> now, I'm slightly kidding. But in this case, I'm really not kidding. Because way back a number of years ago, there was this girl named Charlie Rogers, who, if you followed me for any length of time, you know I track that story. And the short, the, the short thing with Charlie Rogers is this. <clears throat> she was a local basketball celebrity, an identify, a self-identified lesbian, who decided out of the blue one day to set her house on fire, to um, abuse herself, beat herself up, run naked across her lawn to her neighbor's house. She had a, a neighbor, a sweet old lady who was sitting there um, at the bedside of her husband of decades who is ready to die. She comes running over and screams that she's been a victim of this hate crime, right? Which the police uncovered later was something that she completely staged. From the stuff that they found in the hardware store to the receipt that she bought to her actual fingerprints and stuff. And what happened was, and you guys can look it up because you'll have to find it. But what happened was um, the, the LGBT community, they rallied around her and they were like, yeah, you know, we need to support, you know, her because she was the victim of a hate crime and all this other stuff. And the LGBT community, they, they made her the, the, the latest hero, right? Well, when it came out that she faked the whole thing. The LGBT community was like, like little dogs with, you know, tails between their legs that, that they had gotten busted and they ditched her, man. They didn't even support her. They were like, she ain't even a part of us. And those of you who followed us, like Sandy for in like time, you actually know that that happened, right? So now we have Jussie Smollett, who is a TV star, you know, and, um, and he faked a crime, a hate crime against himself um, and lo and behold, the liberal media actually covered it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this actually happened. It's, it's totally, it's, it, it's crazy. So I want to read you, this is over on page six.com, not part of the vast right wing conspiracy websites. Um, but this, this is from last month. I'm just trying to refresh and then I want to read you another article, um, from, a, I think a couple days ago. <sighs> But it says here, Jesse Smollett under arrest for allegedly lying about hate tack. And of course, they have to say allegedly, but he, he actually admitted it. So, Jesse Smollett, who has been charged with lying to cops when he claimed to be the victim of a racist and homophobic attack, turned himself into Chicago police early Thursday. 
Uh, Jesse Smollett is under arrest and in custody of detectives who had earlier contacted 36-year-old attorneys to negotiate a reasonable surrender for his arrest, Chicago Police Spokesman Anthony Guglielmi tweeted. The, quote, empire, unquote, actor was charged Wednesday with felony disorderly conduct for the allegedly false report he made January 29th, according to the Cook County State's Attorney Office. Uh, Smollett could face probation or up to three years in the slammer, that's what it says, if convicted, a Cook County State Attorney's Office spokeswoman told NBC Chicago. He is due in court for a bond hearing at 1.30 p.m. Thursday. The black actor, who is gay, claimed he was assaulted by two masked men who yelled racist and homophobic slurs at him. He also said his attackers poured what he believed was bleach over him and put a noose around his neck. The announcement of charges late Wednesday came after Smollett's legal team talked with prosecutors in the morning, police said. His attorneys said Smollett enjoys the presumption of innocence, particularly when there has been an investigation like this where, where information, both true and false, has been repeat, repeatedly leaked. Given these circumstances, we intend to conduct a thorough investigation into mount and aggressive defense, according to a statement from Todd S. Pugh and Victor P. Henderson. Okay? So this is actual reporting where they, you know, they actually, you know, he report, he allegedly did this, but obviously, hey, you know what? You don't get a, re- I mean, first of all, if you didn't do it, why turn yourself in? Okay? Just saying. <laughs> That would be dumb. By the way, the whole probation thing is interesting because Charlie Rogers was given probation and she actually skipped out on it. Yeah, that was something that I covered way back when too. So uh, you can look that up later. But okay, so this was back in February. Now let's look at another article, same website, page six, that was published today. Okay, now this is interesting because this is by Christine Baroni. And this concerns Robin Roberts, okay? Robin Roberts is a broadcaster and journalist who is a lesbian, okay? She's out and out. She's a lesbian. She came out. In fact, she actually is highlighted in Mandisa's uh, video, Overcomer, because a number of years ago, she had breast cancer and, and Mandisa somehow, I guess they became friends or something. I don't know. But anyway, somehow she ends up in the video. Um, but this is... The article with her, Robin Roberts guests gets, quote, completely honest about interview with Jesse Smollett. Almost three weeks after Robin Roberts sat down with, quote, Empire, unquote, star Jesse Smollett regarding his alleged hate crime. She's opening up about how he approached the highly publicized sit down. I'll be completely honest. I was like, um, I don't know if I want to do the interview or not, she said during the cuts, how I get it done event at one hotel Brooklyn Bridge on Monday. I said, I don't want to sit down with him if he's going to lawyer up. The Good Morning America host, 58, recalled. And then I was told he wants to speak with you because he was outraged by people making assumptions about whether it had happened or not. Roberts said she was promised she could challenge him on the red flags over the alleged racist and homophobic attack and that she'd get new information out of him. They said uh, he wants to say things that he has not said. And I'm like, as a journalist, as a news person, this is newsworthy. He's going to go on record for the first time. Yes, I'll do the interview, she explained. Following the interview, ABC staffers have said they were skeptical of Smollett's story, scheduled for February 12th. The interview started two and a half hours later than expected. I sit down with him, and I don't know what he's going to say, she said. Following up, 
about how he couldn't believe people didn't believe him. Well, I go, you're out two o'clock in the morning, you're getting a sandwich and you won't give up your phone. But trying to be as, quote, neutral, unquote, as possible, Roberts acknowledged the inherent pressure she felt to represent the LGBT community. I'm a black gay woman. He's a black gay man, she said. He's saying that there's a hate crime. So if I'm too hard, then my LGBT community is going to say, you don't believe a brother. If I'm too light on him, it's like, oh, because you're in the community, you're giving him a pass. It was a no-win situation for me, she explained. I just have to say something here. Why would that be a no-win situation? If you're actually a legitimate journalist, what's the deal? You know, you shouldn't even have your personal preferences or any of that info in there. It should be just the facts, ma'am, just the facts, right? Um, so, so Robin Roberts, she does advocate for the LGBT community. Um, so that's why it makes it hard. But anyway... Two days later, when the interview aired, the discussion was overshadowed by news that two Nigerian brothers alleged they were paid by the actor to stage the attack. Okay? People are looking at the interview through the eyes of how did you not know, she recalled. I did the interview 48 hours before then. Had I had that information or knew what the brothers were alleging, heck yeah, I would have asked him about that. I pride myself in being fair. I know how much work went into being balanced about what, ha what had happened and to challenge him on certain things, she said. She concluded by saying that since Smollett was considered a victim at the time of their interview, she carefully selected her questions. <laughs> there are so many people who do not come forward because others are not believed. I don't know how this is all going to end, she said. We still talk to the Chicago police superintendent. It was one of the most challenging interviews I've ever had to do, she said. Smollett turned himself into police just a week after the brothers came forward, saying that the attack was orchestrated. He's facing disorderly conduct charges for filing a false police report. He is now out on bond, and his next court date is March 14th, and you can darn well bet this host is going to be watching for it, okay? Because, uh, <laughs> because this is high. I mean, this is, this is a very out case, Okay, and I, I just have to say that if it was just this one homosexual actor who committed these crimes against himself, these hate crimes, you know, I, you know, I'd be like, you know what, you really need some mental health care if this is really what you're, you know, if you need help that much or you need to be noticed that much, you know, to do something like that, to get pity or sympathy or whatever, then you really need some psychological care. Seriously. But the problem is, it's more than one person in that community doing it. And I have another story, but I think Bareface wants to say something because he just popped up on my screen over there. So, Yeah, she's uh, recorded here as saying, there are so many people who do not come forward because others are not believed. Well, I don't know if, if they don't come forward, how do you know they are, how many there are. But be that as it may, you know, let's sit that for a moment. I'm, there are probably those who are at least ridiculed uh, for their sexual orientation or whatever about a lot of things. But, you know, it was one thing when it was uh, a local basketball store, star, you know, a uh, former local basketball, I can speak, yeah, a can. former local basketball star in Nebraska and the fall it had. Now we're talking about a national television celebrity and you know talk about damage if if you're going to try to bring awareness you know to any kind of legitimate 
um, you know, hate crime, then what a disservice he's done. You know, if, if she's saying there's so many people who do not come forward because others are not believed, well, yeah, this certainly doesn't help that. And she says, I don't know how this is all going to end. So, not well. No, not well at all, people. Yeah, it's very disturbing to me. Let me see what some of you guys are saying in comments over here. I saw some on Facebook. First of all, let's see. Uh, Sandy said that the worst story of all, in my opinion, I think you're referring to Charlie Rogers one, right? You know, what's really tragic about that one is that the lady that she ran over to like naked or whatever, when the, the elderly lady, that's the thing about that case that irritates me the most is that she interrupted this woman at the bedside of her husband for decades, who is on his deathbed. That woman could have missed her husband dying. Uh, because this lesbian activist decided to do what she did. Um, and to me, that's just unconscionable. Uh, Sandy said his Twitter account is down now. It was filled with rabid anti-Trump hate. Okay, Sean's giving me a, a YouTube video to look at. Okay, I will. I'll look at it later. Um, I know her mom passed away, but I wonder if her mom accepted her as she was a, did not accept her lesbian but loved her regardless. I don't know. I have no idea. But just because somebody loses somebody to death doesn't mean you set up a fake hate crime against yourself. I mean, seriously, that just, it's like, who does that? I mean, well, obviously people do it. Um, but the Jesse, or Jussie, however you say his name, Smollett one, that's huge. Because you have a huge celebrity on a very popular show who, if you think about, look, he's black, he's been validated, Okay. Think about the things that he did. A noose? Hello. I mean, that's so, like, what, how do I say it? Tactfully. Typical. It's so KKK-ish, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, that's, you know. You know, I'm sorry, but I live in America in the 21st century, and black people, African-American, however you want to say it, I don't mean to offend anybody, but I'm sorry, you guys have rights. And, and there's, as far as I can see, you have the same rights I do, you know, and you're not drinking from a, a, a water fountain. That's a different color. I mean, yes, there are segments of people and there are racist bigots everywhere, but it's not like it used to be. And so to use the typical noose and all that, what, could, what, what was it for? Because he was black or gay. I mean, I mean, give me a break. And the other thing that gets me, and this is just me, okay? Just me. I know some of you are like, well, you're a white woman. You've never been discriminated against. You know what? You don't know what the hell you're talking about if you actually think that. I'm a white woman in America, and people automatically assume that I've had it good my whole life. You know what? Everything I have, I work my butt off for. My mom raised me on welfare. Okay? Just saying. I didn't get a darn thing handed to me. Even to this day, I don't get things handed to me. I don't mooch off the government on welfare. Nothing. Okay? So, anyway... <clears throat> All I have to say, here's a celebrity, a black man, an actor who happens to be gay, which, by the way, in the media and the act, you know, in the acting world, this this gets you gigs. Oh, I'll just be gay and an actor. I'll get a gig. So it's like there's no discrimination there on that. So he accomplished all these things like Barack Hussein Obama. He became president. I believe illegally, but whatever, you know, so it's like if a half black man can become president and you got a black guy who's gay, who's a star of a TV show, 
what would possess somebody to commit a fake hate crime against themselves? What is that? What's in there? I mean, you got to ask yourself and not and not get all sucked into the emotion of like, oh my gosh, it's so horrible. But what would possess somebody to do it to themselves? Just asking, okay? Meanwhile, there's this other story. And this has to do with a Michigan transgender activist. And I want to thank Sandy for pointing this story to me because I hadn't seen it. Um, and I'm just going to read the corrected version because um, this, this has been in the news the last couple of days. This is on Fox 17 West Michigan. And it says here in a story from February 26th about a Michigan transgender gay rights activist charged with arson. The Associated Press reported erroneously that police said the man tried to fabricate a hate crime by setting his home on fire. First of all, this man is a woman biologically. Let's live in reality, people. All right? This is a woman pretending to be a man. This is no man. Okay? The FBI initially investigated the arson as a possible hate crime, but police have not provided a motive. Here's the corrected version of the story below. Michigan police say a transgender gay rights activist charged with arson set his home, her home, on fire in an incident initially investigated by the FBI as a possible hate crime, but the man's, the woman's, attorney is questioning the evidence. Now, <laughs> attorney Daniel Barnett said the evidence is circumstantial and doesn't provide proof beyond a reasonable doubt about that Nikki Jolly set the August 2017 fire that killed five pets at her home in Jackson. Okay, five pets, people. Five pets. That's sick. First of all, committing arson is sick. People that do it are sociopaths. Second of all, to set your house on fire when you know you got five pets in there, that's evil, in my opinion. That's just flat out evil. It's wicked and evil. The 54-year-old Jolly was charged last year with first-degree arson. A hearing is scheduled for March 8th in Jackson County Circuit Court. The Detroit News reported, We determined it pretty quickly to be an arson, Elmer Hitt, Jackson's director of police and fire services, said Monday. We investigated it over what probably was a year's time before the prosecutor ended up issuing charges. So in other words, they wanted to make sure what they were going to charge with was accurate. So they took time to look at it. MLive.com obtained the arson investigation report that says gas station surveillance video shows Jolly buying gasoline the day of the fire and traces of gasoline were found on his clothes. Read her clothes. Phone records and witness statements show Jolly was home around the time the fire was set, the report said. The timeline shows a window of less than five minutes for another person to enter the residence, splash gasoline around, ignite the fire, and then leave without being seen, police detective Aaron Grove wrote in the report. Hint declined to provide a potential motive for the arson. Barnett said the lack of motive causes doubt in the prosecutor's case. It doesn't make sense. This person, Jolly, happened to be citizen of the year. Again, so here's another high-profile person in the LGBT community who decides to commit arson and kill some pets in the process and get sympathy from the locals for being the victim of a hate crime. A local newspaper selected Jolly as Jackson Citizen of the Year in 2018. Jolly helped open the first, the city's first gay community center, organized its first gay pride festival, and helped pass a non-discrimination ordinance. Chicago police last week charged the black and gay empire actor Jesse Smollett with disorderly conduct for falsely reporting a racist and homophobic attack just so we could see 
it's not the only one going on. So my question is, let me ask you seriously, in all seriousness, the next time you actually hear about a hate crime against somebody in the LGBT community, are you going to think like me? Is this real or is this made up? Is this something they did to themselves? Or are you actually going to think that it actually happened? Because this is the MO of the media. The MO of the liber liberal media is, oh my gosh, the world hates gay people and all this other stuff. And everybody and their grandmother, especially those evil Christians, want them all dead and, you know, and blah, blah, right? <laughs> right? I mean, and this is why I bring it up. Because here's the thing. <clears throat> As a Christian... A Bible-believing Christian, I believe homosexuality is a sin. I also believe marriage is one man, one woman, period. Okay? That's it. And in today's culture, for me to actually say that boldly and loudly, out and proud, that I believe in traditional marriage the way God created it, all of a sudden, I'm a hater and a bigot and a homophobe because I don't want two men to be sleeping together or two women to be sleeping together and pretended that they're actually in a marriage which was not sanctioned or ordained by God. And then I'm actually told, oh yeah, I'm actually told, well, in the Christian community, if you want to be inclusive, then you should have a rainbow flag on your church cross, and you should go out and you should make sure that everybody's inclusive and welcome in here. I'm sorry, but read 1 Corinthians chapter 5. The Bible says not to associate with such a one who's in sin and unrepentant. How dare I actually set up a church where I am a lesbian or a homosexual pastor or minister. I'm just saying, people. And yet, it's religious freedom against gay rights. That's where this falls down. And this is the issue of the day. It really is, right? And the other thing that I find interesting, and I know here that I have to calm down a little. <laughs> the other thing that I find interesting is that because Donald Trump, our president, who says he's a Christian, you know, has decided that he actually wants to support uh, traditional marriage and things like that, even though he has appointed homosexuals in his administration, okay, and he is pro-gay in many of his policies, which I don't agree with him on, these people hate Trump. So it's Trump. Trump is the, the Christian of the, of the hour. So if you're a Christian, you're like Trump, right? I mean, there's all these associations and it's absolutely ridiculous because none of it makes sense if you actually know real Christians, right? My job as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ or a disciple of Christ is to proclaim the actual gospel, which Jesus said, you know, he came to set the captives free, right? And I'm, I'm like going, okay, look, if we're, if the wages of sin is death, and all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, not only does that include me, but frankly, that includes anybody in the gay community who decides that they actually want to repent. You know, you guys are such haters and bigots. Yeah, I suppose to you I would be, you know. But you know what? I actually believe God's word. And you know what I actually also believe here? Look, this Bible here, this book changed my life. The contents, the author of this book changed my life. I know people that have come and been delivered in the lesbian and the homosexual and transgendered lifestyles. I know that they can be set free because Jesus comes to set the captives free. Okay. And I'm not going to stop declaring that. It might get me put in jail at some point. It might get this page on Facebook banned. It might get me banned on YouTube or Periscope for all that. 
And you know what? Ask me if I give a rip if it does. No, I don't. You know why? Because I want people to be free and I don't want you to spend an eternity in hell. Because you know what? The Bible actually says that people who are engaged in these behaviors, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. They will not. And you know what? We have to, we have to be bold and start talking about this. Because you know what? People in other countries are going to jail for exactly what I just said right now. You know what? And so that's why this is a big deal. Because if we don't stand up now and proclaim the truth to this community, we might not have that opportunity. And you know what? In the end, the older you get, this is the thing. I'm just going to say, the older you get, more people are going to die in your life. I had four people die last month in my life. You know, so people, people die every day unexpectedly, some expectedly. And you know what? That eternity where that person goes, just saying, Luke Perry died today. I think it was today. It's been trending all over Twitter. He was 52 years old. I don't know if he knew the Lord or not, but he died today. Everybody's talking about him. Where did he go? Did he spend eternity in heaven? Or is he going to hell? Because believe it or not, hell is real. Just as much as heaven is, even though everybody likes to talk about heaven. And everybody's supposed to go there. Not everybody goes there, people. Just so you know. And I am not going to be standing before the Lord one day when I'm up there and going, and he's going to say to me, hey, how come you didn't tell somebody that was trapped in this sin that there was deliverance in me when you knew the answer? What am I going to say? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, hey, I did, you know, and the world hated me for it. And that's fine. Because if you don't have any enemies in the world, people, then you're not, you know, you're not in the world enough exposing the gospel. Just saying. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> All right. John is saying you have to come to a point in which you don't care what happens to you when you stand up for righteousness. It's easy to say until that time comes, but you have to determine in your heart beforehand about it. That's right. And I've done it. Trust me. I've done it. I have stood alone. And then I've had people secretly come to me, give me a hug, and whisper in my ear. Thank you for doing that. Just saying. Just saying. All right. Let's see what other people are saying here. I'm going to scroll back here. Um, gosh, a lot of comments in here. Okay, you guys have been talking a lot. That's good. All right. Uh, this is exactly like the Jeffrey Epstein case that Trump is trying to investigate. You know what? I actually, um, I actually haven't been following the case. I actually don't know anything about it. I'm sorry. Um, God doesn't hate the person, but the sins. That's right. Jump. Trump says, okay, I don't, I don't know about that. Bernie Sanders is for climate change. Thank you for sharing, Annie. <laughs> um, okay. Never listen to a person who says that God hates gay. Well, that's right. God doesn't hate gays. I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over man. She must be silent. Oh, we got, we got Dwight. Dwight from... The EO one. He says, I do not permit a woman to teach or have authority over a man. She must be silent. Hey, Dwight, you know what? You're showing your biblical stupidity, your mm -hmm. ignorance when it comes to the Bible. First of all, are we in church? No. I'm on. I'm actually in my own house on a live stream. And if you're a man and that's how you self-identify because you're actually biologically a man, good for you. I'm proud of you, buddy. But to throw out that, you're just showing how stupid you are biblically and actually how dumb you are because you don't actually know what the context of that is. Just so you know. 
I wish you did, because you'd sound a little bit more intelligent. <laughs> Repent, you heathens. Trump, Michael Johnson, blah, blah. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. Does that irritate you? Should I put a veil over my face, too? I'm sorry. Well, I did that, on my, while, while, I did while that on my wedding. I did that on my wedding day when I married uh, Bareface. You know what? Just that. Just you know. Yeah. Come here. Just smack you one. Just okay. you know, Dwight. Dwight is the name. She's she's not usurping authority over me. <laughs> um, just, if if this was another just, program, perhaps I can cover this in weekends. Of the word, but yeah. If we if we break down the original language, even in even in the English translations, you'll see there's a, a definite article over the man. But I yeah. suffer a woman not to teach nor use authority over the man to be inside. Who's the man? Yeah. Like the man that oppresses us, the man in the White House, or the, the man. It, Oops. Um, yeah. if, if, you, if you're familiar with Greek grammar, it, it's speaking of, of the woman's husband. And yes, the woman, a woman should not usurp authority over her husband. Um, in <laughs> fact, it talks about Adam and Eve, a, a marital relationship. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. A, a woman should not be I, teaching I was, didactikos, I was giving instruction, instruction, you know, uh, this is how you should live, nor usurping authority over husband. And, and she's not doing that. Thank you for your concern. <laughs> Thank you for showing how stupid you are. Uh, okay. That's a little... Okay, hey, you know what? I feel like, okay, maybe I shouldn't say you're stupid, you, but you shouldn't. are. You're stupid. I mean, you are. <laughs> just you talking about me? No, I'm not talking about I, you. I know you're not. But, but, you know, when somebody like that comes into our room and decides to make an ignorant, stupid comment like that. it's there, There's a difference between ignorance <laughs> and stupidity. Okay, he's stupid. Just flat I would out say, stupid. I would say ignorant, ignorant or okay, unlearned. Okay, blissfully ignorant. I don't know how blissful, but... Uh. Okay, you just don't know who you're messing with when you come into my room and you say that. I mean, just because I'm sweet and lovable doesn't mean that I'm going to let you talk smack to me. I mean, seriously, do you know who I am? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, in the sense of not like I'm super important. That I'm not. But what I will tell you is that um, I, <laughs> I don't have a lot of fear when it comes to bullies, okay? Or stupid Christians, or Christians who pretend like they're, you know, people who read the Bible and take things out of context like that. That just, yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. And you know what? Frankly, I, I think <laughs> Sean says not stupid, mentally challenged. Well, yeah. I guess you could say that. Well, it's, it, it's, it's, a, prob- pet, it's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. And it, it's, it's just, just, it's just bad instruction. It was probably yeah, some preacher somewhere, somewhere. Taking this verse out of context and saying it means this, hmm. um, you know, it means such and such. But uh, even even <laughs> without knowing Greek grammar and language, I don't. I'm I'm no Greek scholar, barely a student. But you know, it's clear from the rest of the verses that it's talking about a marital relationship. Hmm. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing. Last time I, you know, checked, that was in a. A relationship between a man and woman that made that possible. If they continue in faith, who's the they? Yeah. With faith and charity and all. Anyway, all right. we've been through this before. Okay. Anyway. All right. 
<clears throat> Back to you. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> some people might say that was out of line, but you know what? Honestly, I read something today. I'm just going to be honest, which like, duh, hello. I read something today. It was, it was well-meaning. Okay. And, and I, I sent the person a note. It was one of these graphics somebody puts up, you know, have the faith of blah, blah, have the prayer life of so-and-so, have the blah, blah, that, blah, 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 blah. And, and I looked at it and I laughed when I read it because I thought, you know what? The Lord wants me to be me. He doesn't want me to be you or anybody else, right? If I was you, I'm sorry, that would be, that would be weird. <laughs> I was going to say boring, but that implies you're boring and I'm not. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. What I mean is that, look, God made me, me for me, right? And, and there are some people who you just have to be flat out direct with, Right. And there's other people, you know, who you actually can be softer with. In this seat right now, this is an exhortation to the community at large. So I'm not like sitting here doing therapy with you. If I was doing therapy with you, I would coddle you a little bit. And I would be a little bit sweeter. But you know what? That's not my role here. And send a bill to you. And I would. I would send you a bill. Yeah, I would. This you get for free. And by the way, you can leave anytime. Bye. Don't let the door hit you. You know, you can click out. You can make me stop easily. Totally, you know, but some of you guys are actually um, gluttons for punishment. <laughs> so you keep coming back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got to thank our sponsor, Ariel Ministries, who absolutely loves us. Um, if you go to ariel.org, uh, remember you can save 20% with the coupon code Bible News. And here's the thing you want to learn the Bible in context and the actual history in which it's written? Go to ariel.org and get some of the books. Get the Yeshua book, Yeshua, Life of the Messiah from a Messianic Jewish perspective. You can do that. And you know, for only $5, you can actually get one of their magazines, which uh, I actually have here. You guys can see these bare Yeah, he just put them up on the on the page there. I think the, I don't know what the latest one is. The latest the spring one. Spring 2019 is okay. the, when, when God God's, speaks of himself as us. As us, yeah. It's that one right there. Like this one right here I actually have in my hand. These are great, you guys. Um, and you know what? Seriously? Those of you who support Ariel because this, you know, thank you for doing that because it actually helps support our show. The other way you can support our show is becoming a pillar of the community. And all that is is you just, you know, hey, you love us enough to donate some money to us every month. You can go to BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give and donate. Set up a recurring payment over on PayPal to be a pillar. Uh, or you can write a check or whatever it is you want to do. Uh, that actually helps us out. And I really, 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 really appreciate it a lot just so you know, okay? Uh, and if you want to support our side business, that would be Legal Shield slash Ladies of Justice. And if you want to learn about the Legal Shield membership, which everybody should have actually, um, and not delay in getting it, because you just never know when you're going to need an attorney to help you out, go to bit.ly forward slash LOJ 2019. The LOJ is all caps. Or get in touch with me directly um, and learn about the membership. $24.95 a month gets you unlimited access to an attorney law firm. We basically, our motto is we put a law firm in the palm of your hand. You might think you don't need a lawyer. Trust me, you're going to need a lawyer at some point. Especially as a Christian, you're definitely going to want to start standing up for yourself. Um, you know, 
because you know what? I think frankly, we take too much for granted and we let people walk all over us. That's why people fear lawyers. So why not get one for $24.95 a month? Get the firm, people. Get the firm. I actually had a friend of mine call me today who's a member and he said, hey, and he was telling me the situation. And I said, yeah, call up your firm. He actually thought it was one lawyer. I'm like, no, it's a firm. You call them up. Tell them the situation you need advice on. They'll tell you what you need to do. You know? And if they can't help you, they'll tell you how they can help you in a different way. So either way, you're going to get help, right? I mean, true story. Then the other thing is identity theft protection, ID Shield. We are the number one uh, identity theft protection out there. Plus, we offer full restoration, and that's included in your cost of only $9.95 a month, $9.95 a month for an individual. You know, I mean, it's affordable. It's so affordable that it actually pays for itself when you use the member perks that you get you get for free when you sign up. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm 100 million percent sold on this product and I really, really want you all to get a part of it. Okay, so get in touch with me locally or through social media. I can help sign you up. I can answer your questions. I don't want to make this whole show about Legal Shield, but that is another way to support yourself, really. I mean, but when you sign up under me, it supports our show. But really, do it to support yourself and don't put it off. If you're somebody, I'm serious, if you're somebody who's like, well, I don't know if I can afford 25 bucks a month, then I would ask you to get rid of your cable TV, your Netflix, your Hulu, your cell phone, etc. if you can't afford 25 bucks. I mean, <clears throat> I can afford it on my limited income. You can afford it too. That's not the real issue. So examine yourself there. All right? Okay. I have one other story I want to share with you today. I'm going to share more tomorrow. When I saw this one, it irked me. It really bothered me. So this is the one, um, the Florida School District says Gay Bunny's book needed approval. Now, the reason I bring this up is because this is blatant sexual abuse in our schools in Florida. Okay? It says this. The teacher thought the book would teach tolerance. A Florida school district says a teacher should have asked before reading a picture book about gay bunnies. The Orlando Sentinel reports Seminole County Public Schools issued a report after parents complained teacher Tyler Bond read last week tonight with John Oliver Presents A Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo. The title is a gay-themed spoof by HBO host John Oliver of a book by the wife and daughter of Vice President Mike Pence. Okay, so we got mockery here, people. The report released Friday said Bond overheard students at Pinecrest Elementary School in Sanford talk about lesbian women who wanted to get married and thought the book would teach about tolerance. It wasn't in the curriculum. A child was moved out of Bond's class because his grandfather was upset, saying the book was pornographic. <clears throat> Why ask for permission when you can ask for forgiveness, right? This teacher knew exactly what they were doing. Florida is a hotbed of LGBT activism, and this person knew exactly what they were doing. Okay, exactly. First of all, it was mocking our vice president, <laughs> which tells you something, because the LGBT community hates our vice president even more than Trump, I think, because Mike Pence and his wife Karen actually have been bold, not only on the pro-life front, but also on the, the traditional values front that marriage is one man and one woman, and that homosexuals and lesbians can actually get help if they actually desire it, okay? 
And so what bothers me about this, there, here's a couple of things. It was a short article, but there's a couple of things in here that bug me. Number one, the teacher knew exactly what they were doing because obviously that if they didn't know what they were doing, how would they have even heard about this book? How many people have heard about this book? I hadn't heard about it until just now when I read this article. <laughs> a Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo, really. I mean, seriously, this was premeditated to the nth degree, and the homosexual activists have got the schools, which is why 20-something years ago, uh, Dr. James Dobson, who I used to work for at Focus on the Family, told everybody, get your kids out of the public schools, if possible. Get them out, because it's a sexual indoctrination place where they're actually sexually abusing your kids. Okay? True story. And if you if you look at the actual... Um, if you look, if you actually look at the actual indoctrination and, and under a therapist thing of what actual sexual abuse is, a kid was traumatized by this book. It's a children's book, people. A grandfather's calling it pornographic. Note the age difference. Note who called it pornographic. It wasn't a millennial. It was a grandparent, just so you know. <clears throat> It's implied and it's, and you know, the sexual abuse of children in our public schools today is rampant because of the LGBT lobby that has completely indoctrinated the schools. The stuff that's happening in the schools, I honestly believe there's a direct correlation between the suicide rate of children today and the stuff happening in schools today because of that. I really do believe that. Hello, Rich. Prophetic Rich. So they can get away with mocking the vice president, which isn't a good um, example for our children if we want to raise patriots. Oh, wait, no, we don't. We don't want patriots anymore in our, in our country. No, we can't even say the pledge anymore in some places. But they, they go ahead and they use animals and rabbits. <laughs> I mean, even more mockery, seriously. Um, you know, to indoctrinate them into the you know, LGBT lobby, the schools and universities, exactly. Well, as I understand it, the uh, book by Charlotte and Karen Pence uh, was uh, the, the, the family's rabbit is Marlon Bundo. Oh, okay. And, and so their, their book is Marlon Bundo's, uh, you know, Life in the White House of, you know, something like that. And so, anyway. So then the mockers and scoffers and uh, sexual anarchists, uh, you know, in a spoof, made the rabbit gay in a, in a book. And anyway. Well, they can do that if they feel like it, but yeah. don't be shown it to a child. Yeah, in an elementary school. In an elementary places. school. Not a high school or college class elementary school. That's. You know, I teach kids in Awana in elementary line, school. For sure. And I just have to say that that is sick. It is sick that somebody in the LGBT community or in the school that would advocate on their behalf. Um, that's just sick. First of all, you're messing with child development as a whole when you do that. Okay. I mean, it used to be, and I got to be quiet because our show's almost over. But it used to be when children, like, you know, little boys, they play together and little girls play together. And then they get to a certain age because the little boys and little girls are like, oh, my gosh, that guy has cooties. No, I don't want to touch him because he's a boy. Ah, you know, it, that's normal. Just so you know. Okay. The LGBT community activists and teachers, they have gone in and said, well, no, that means that you actually have same-sex attraction. 
because you want to play with somebody of the same gender when you're five years old. People, that is evil on its face that they do that. They are completely stealing their innocence. Let's see what somebody asked here. Is it okay to be gay if you're Christian? Define gay. I mean, I'm happy and I'm a Christian. So what do you mean? Do you mean, is it okay to practice homosexual sex if you're a Christian? Outside of marriage between a man and a woman? Yes, it is a sin to do that. So no, you cannot be gay and Christian. You cannot, in my opinion, biblically speaking, you cannot identify as a homosexual, an active homosexual, live in that lifestyle and be a Christian, period. Or, or as a heterosexual fornicator. Right. Uh, uh, sexual activity outside the bonds of matrimony. Is, I can is ask sinful. you, is it okay to be a pedophile and a Christian? Hey, how about this? Is it okay to be, you know, a child molester and a Christian? Is it okay to be, you know, somebody who's in the... Well, I won't say that. But, I mean, you see my point, right? A rapist and a Christian? I don't know. Are you a self-identified rapist and you identify as a Christian? Is that okay? That's stupid. I mean, it's a stupid question. You shouldn't even be asking it because it's clear in the Bible, right? And clearly, you know the, what the Bible says because you're, you're asking the question. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay. All right. I'm done now. <laughs> so I hope I didn't offend too many of you. But if I did, oh well. Build a bridge. Get over it. You'll be fine. Go, go, go play somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. I will see you later. Hopefully. Uh, and here's the thing, you know, be bold in your faith, people. Don't apologize for being a Christian. You know what? The Bible says that, you know, blessed are you who are persecuted because of his name for doing righteousness stuff. That's a loose version, but. You know, expect it if you're standing up for what God actually says. And, you know, as for me, in my house, we will serve the Lord. But I will also say I will not stop proclaiming the truth to the gay community that you can be delivered from that. You know, and for those of you who are in the homosexual community and you desire to commit a fake hate crime against yourself, make sure you do it really well because you're going to get busted if you don't. Just so you know. So be bold, stand up, and go with God because he loves you. <laughs>